Welcome to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast, dedicated to exploring the interesting journeys of the people in the provincial construction industry. Presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds. Join us as we chat with the inspirational individuals that ensure the continued growth of the construction industry and the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. Welcome to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast and what a wonderful day it has been. We're in the middle of great conversations, lots of great things happening in this province, lots of great things happening in the Construction Association. I'm Alan Dale, with me as always my good buddy Jerry Crew, Minister. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay, uh, well my name is Andrew Parsons, I'm from Port of Basque, I'm uh, the MHA for Burgill Lapoil since 2011, and right now I'm lucky enough to be the Minister for Industry, Energy, and Technology in the province, which places me right square in the middle of all kinds of really cool things happening all across the province, lots of opportunities, so every day is a fun day in the department. I have to tell you, you are situated ideally for what's going on. We had a great presentation this morning to talk about green hydro, uh, hydrogen production on that part, in the, right in your backyard, right? Yeah. Huge opportunities here for Newfoundland, huge opportunities for the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association Absolutely. largely, but being a first mover in this space on that scale, it's got to be exciting and that's right in your ministry as well. Absolutely, so this has been consuming a lot of time over the last couple of years, but it seems like it exploded. It's all of a sudden, it seems like 2020 things went sideways, but at the same time the, the need for renewable energy globally has just moved exponentially. It's just everybody's moved in that direction. And so thankfully in our province, we're ideally placed given the fact that number one, our wind resource is, you know, best in class. It's best yeah. in the world. Uh, number two, we have all the other things you need to be successful in the sense of we have deep uh, ice-free ports. We have tons of crown land. We've had a, a, an experienced and successful workforce. We have the construction and capability and expertise that you need for it because this is going to be hugely labor-intensive at the beginning. All those things work in our favor. Uh, even our geographic proximity to Europe. Right? Mm -hmm. we are, we're closer to Germany than we are to Vancouver. And these are the places that are calling out for new sources of renewable, sustainable, uh, friendly energy. And that's where we are. So the good thing is that there's a lot going on. We've done a hell of a lot of work in the last 12 months. And it's only going to get busier from here on in. Minister, your department is moving at lightning speed to get these things moving from your perspective. Absolutely. Right? And you've got academic institutions in the room here that are swirling around trying to figure out how do we meet that demand? How do we train people for that emerging workforce? And then you've got industry swirling around saying, how can we participate in this? When you see industry, government and academia coming together like this, wow, it's going to be a beautiful solution. It's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, coming from uh, being the justice days where it felt like every day was so serious and they are serious matters yeah. where I come to this which also is serious mm -hmm. but it's exciting because there's opportunity there's potential and yes you know we've got MUN, CNA or other post-secondary institutions even our high schools I'm trying to get to them to make people realize like the opportunity you have to get a great job in this province that pays well, that's fulfilling, and you can stay here in Newfoundland Labrador right. is huge. Then you get industry is excited. I mean, this is a great opportunity for them. Everything is coming together. We're all going in the same direction, but 
it's like anything that's brand new. You need to set yourself up. But at the same time, as, as fast as you want to move, we have to have a check and balance due diligence system because uh, it, you know, as much as we want to do, as good as we want to do, we don't want to unintentionally anybody set ourselves up for failure. We have to build that strong foundation that will help get us where we need to be because this is not something that's going to be for the next three, four years. This is something that goes on and goes on. So. There's a there's a, a bit of uh, you know a, a bit of a nervousness to it as well a yeah. good nervousness right. so uh, when you're when you're nervous and excited to work every day it's awesome yeah but everybody's communicating there's consultation totally. happening across the board everybody's talking about yep. how they fit into this thing not in a, in terms of one getting ahead of the other but how do we all work well together here so I, I just said something when I was in talking to the membership and increasingly I, I don't look at things in the department and again I'm just one part of a really awesome department like I'm surrounded by these people they're actually doing all the hard work I just get to talk about it right they're doing all the amazing work but increasingly instead of saying from the government perspective I am right we're saying to ourselves Am I right? Mm -hmm. Am I right with that question mark on the end? And that's why we're consulting with everybody. We need to talk to industry because some of the, the players here, look, they've got companies and partners that have been elsewhere in this in this you know sector. Right. So we're talking to all of them and we're because we're saying, what is it we need to do? Because there's so many different moving parts. There's the construction, then you move into operation and maintenance, then we move into like the fiscal framework that we need to establish. Then there's the environmental framework whenever you're talking about natural resources. There's so many different parts. Uh, but when like you say, you, you walk into a room like this and you know what? It's it's just exciting. Everybody sees opportunity. It's not like times in this province's history where you know what's next we don't know we know what's next mm -hmm. we know that we're going to be a part of it how do we get there and get the best out of it yeah minister um i, I want you this is a tough question i'm gonna ask you <laughs> i'm gonna throw you a tough question here newfoundlanders have a way of really stepping up and this is a complicated project they're about to face here this has not been done before on this scale and yet newfoundlanders tend to take on those projects embrace them and create great success what is the recipe for success in this province? What is the secret sauce? Well, I think when you live and have grown up on a rock in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you develop a sense of resiliency and perseverance. It's also the same reason why our people are so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's just these are the things you need to do to survive in tough circumstances. So you fast forward that to where we've also at times, we've had to go away to get these jobs. We've had to go away. We've all had friends and family that have done that. So when they see an opportunity like this to stay home and painful, well-paid, fulfilling work, that's huge. Uh, again, you look at the industries we've had, there's no shortage of hard work here, but even from, you know, look, we had no experience going into oil and gas. Yep. That was a brand new industry here. It had to be built. So we took from the best. We learned from them. Now we are amongst the best. We are the ones sending, when as Spain is working on the FPSO, we are the ones sending specialized workers over there to do that. It's going to be the same here. So it's a combination of making sure our educational institutes have the offerings and they're right in there. They're not, they're not saying, well, maybe they're, they're, what do we need to do? How do we need to offer it? Looking elsewhere to see how they've done it. No need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Taking some of our already consistent, like we've got job skills from yeah. these other fields that we've done. A lot of these can transition right into this newer different industry it's yeah. distinct you know many similar same skill sets and then you throw in the fact that look if i can work hard make a good living stay home and you know see my friends and grow up here all that together means there's more of a 
people really want it to work. Yeah. Yeah. People want this to happen. It's not like, well, it may or may not. People want it to succeed mm -hmm. uh, all, for all those reasons. Like, people want to stay here. Why wouldn't you? It is, yeah. you know, no offense to our, our good neighbors, uh, you know, yeah. uh, everywhere else. Everybody wants to be, if you're from this province, you want to be here. So there'd be lots of people that are from this province that are working elsewhere. They'd be looking at this. How do I get home? I've, had, I've heard from them. Even after we announced um, you know, the lifting of the wind moratorium and then moving forward in terms of process, I heard from a, a woman from this province who's actually into the wind industry down in states. Right. And said, you know, mom and dad just told me that this is going on in Newfoundland and Labrador. I might have a chance to come home and do my job in Newfoundland and Labrador. Something that she probably never expected right. with that particular skill set. And when you just get one email like that, it's like, okay, we're on. That must right. make your day when you get an email oh, like that. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, this, you know, when you hear that and, and, and just like from down, it was just so random, but yeah. so fulfilling Amazing. at the same time. Yeah. And that's the other thing about this province is that we are all connected. I mean, everybody's got this story where you're sitting somewhere else in this world and you hear that accent. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. And so that's part of why we love being here. Right. Everybody's so, we are uh, intrinsically connected to each other and support each other. Lots of bricks and mortar are going to go out there when this all happens. Big buildings going to be made. There's going to be need for the people that are in the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association. Absolutely. Tell me about the opportunities that these folks face. Well, when you think about it, okay, so right now the good news is that so as of October 1st, we had 31 different opportunities, 73 different projects, 31 proponents coming in the door. So, and, and that's spanning the entirety of this province in terms of wind. where they want it. For wind. Wind. West wind Coast. Only. South Coast. Well, it's either a combination of wind, wind slash hydrogen, ammonia, or in okay. some places self-generation, so right. mainly for in industry. But there's no part of this province that is not touched by that. The West Coast is hot uh, right now. We look at down in Cumbai Chance area, we look at the Avalon, we look at Labrador, we look at Central, we look at the South Coast. Everything, everybody, every area has been touched by interest coming in here. So then once we get forward into the, you know, the bidding stage and coming in and who's actually going to move forward, the reality is it is absolutely labor intensive. We are talking, depending on the scale of it, because every project is different, some are smaller scale, some are just for generation, some, especially we're talking about the export, you know, everything is different. But we're talking, when you look at it from a cumulative point of view, thousands and thousands of jobs, skilled labor. We're going to need people from across the gamut of engineering to do this. We're going to need the people that are into construction. And I think you're going to see that for the rest of this decade. Yeah. Right? Once you get past, you know, the necessary environmental looking, the, the site planning and everything like that, this is going to be a great decade for this province. And, and right now, my biggest fear, a lot of people's biggest fears, is not uh, the, the how, not the if, it's the do we have enough people right we need to bring people back right and so again when you look at the fact that we're moving forward into this new industry we've got an already existing construction industry that look there's a lot going on there when we look forward at our oil and gas when we look at our mining construction going on in central there's a ton of work we're going to need more skilled bodies we're going to need to grow more here in our province. We need to develop more expertise here from people graduating from our K-12 system. We need more engineers. We need more, it, you just name it. I haven't even mentioned tech yet. Right. And the tech industry is gonna to touch all this as well. Like, 100%. There's so much to do. So if anything, it's harnessing the energy, harnessing all this interest and making sure that we move it forward in the right way. Right. What is the right way? Yeah. I can't say for sure. I got to listen to a lot of other smart, smarter people than me to figure that out. You know, my wife's a teacher, and I think getting into the schools because you know a decade of growth is really important. So getting into the schools and motivating these young people 
to stay here and uh, it's just important. Right? Absolutely, like when I, I look at when I was coming up through high school, I, I, I didn't see those opportunities. No. I never thought of them a certain mm -hmm. way. It was always, I'm gonna go to the mainland and I'm gonna go the university. Yeah. That was how I thought. Now that's not the case. And I'm talking to my grade seven and he's really into coding. I'm like, man, you can keep her going. You can do that here. Yeah. You can train here. You can work here. There's a ton of companies. And how is that going to apply to everybody else? When I talk to kids about engineering and technologists, like, it's, it's just so much. Yeah. And but but like anything, we have to drill this into their heads. Right. We're not just going to hope that they do this. We need to get into educators' heads, administrators' heads, parents' heads, kids' heads. Right. We need kids to see other young people, yeah. and that's a big part of what I spend my time doing, is getting other really young people that are doing cool stuff and saying, well, you need to talk to all these kids across the province. Right. If you're a, a young person in Maine, or if you're down in Burgio, or if you're from downtown St. John's, it does not matter. You can get trained here, you can get educated here, uh, and stay here. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, it, this is what the Construction Association is doing, Alan. Like, having a voice like this, bringing you on, having this conference, it is important, and they are doing a stellar job with the leadership of bringing these words and well, conversations to absolutely. life. Absolutely. So the right? Construction Association, I mean, they've taken steps. I'm on something called uh, Economic Policy Committee. Right. I chair that back yep. in government. It's made up of members from across different ministers. They've been in to sit down in front of us and tell us, look, here is what we're trying to do. Here's the challenges that we have, because we need to help them address these challenges. Because their challenges are our challenges. Right. More importantly, here's the opportunities. But with every opportunity, you need to prepare for that. You're not just going to succeed because the opportunity is there. You need to prepare yourself right. for that success. So look, they've been in to see us. They've been in to sit down and tell us what we want to do. And, and when you're looking at like 600 members and growing, and each one of those members has multiple, multiple staff, that's a huge part of a province of just over half a million. Right. So like I say, we need to listen to what they have to say. They're, they're only getting bigger and better. And, but again, I, I come back to, and I, I can't say this enough, being here bouncing ideas off each other in person, I miss that. Yeah. Right. I missed it. Just sitting down and having that coffee or having that beer and talking to somebody else and then saying, man, there's things we could do here. It's exciting. So to see everybody gathered here again, you know what? I think we took it for granted for a long time and then we had it taken away from us. And now that's why these conferences and seeing our peers is so much more important, I think, than ever. Yeah. Especially as we have all this sitting in front of us. This is a decade of possibility, yeah. so we need to prepare for that. Minister, thank you very much for your perspective. Uh, your optimism is oozing from you. <laughs> it's fantastic, and you're in the right place at the right time. You, you come from the right part of this province, and it's seeing it all play out. It must be just amazing for you to watch this happen. Absolutely, look, I just like to think that I am one small part of so many that are striving for the same thing. Uh, and I've never taken it for granted also that I get to be part of possible decisions to mm -hmm. make things better. Yeah. Many of which we won't see the benefit of for a long time. But I think we all want, and you know, especially this association, there's nothing that we need more than a solid foundation. Yeah. Without the foundation, the rest of it doesn't matter. So we're all here trying to make sure we have the foundation to leave what could be an amazing future for this province. You're an amazing leader. You can, uh, I can sense that, and you're driving the province in the right direction. I'll ask you one last question. Tell us a little bit about the team that works in your department. So there's so many to name, I'm, and I will say I'm fearful of missing someone, but whether it's the team, like even, I'll just start in mining. Uh, they haven't increased their numbers 
yet we've had the busiest years probably in the province's history yes. in terms of mining. Yeah. They're cranking that out. More exploration going on, staking going on, permitting going on, they're cranking that out. Then I look at the renewable energy side. We've basically developed a, a division from nowhere. Uh, let, and I, I gotta give uh, Susan and Christine a shout out. Susan Wilkins, Christine Boland. I mean, they are just taking this on. And it's coming from all angles. And again, we're moving really fast for government. Really fast for anybody. Yeah. When mm -hmm. you can announce your plan, and less than a year later, you're already moving forward with multiple steps on that. Uh, then when I, I look at the energy side there, I mean, natural gas is still a possibility. We're talking about that. When we look at there's still exploration going on here, the oil and gas side. And then there's just the administrative side of all that. I've got people there that help make the trains run. Then most importantly is to people that, listen, I get to st stand here and say all these smart things, but there's smart people that actually make sure I know what I'm talking about. I'm looking at One them right now. One of them standing I'm right there. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> Behind the camera. But people forget that, look, well, you could have all the opportunity you want in the world. If you cannot communicate it, yeah. it does not matter. We need people in this province and more importantly, everywhere else to realize the opportunities we have here. So it has to be good, sharp, messaging and information that people realize, look, this is what's here. Come, be a part of it. Yeah. So, look, I'm in the best department in government. I don't care what other ministers you talk to. I have the best department. And from top to bottom, from the people at work, the geoscientists uh, going over to the people involved in the oil, you know, the engineering, going to the administrative side, the HR side, like they're on wheels. They're constantly pushing. I couldn't ask, like, I'm just, I'm part of the rock stars of government. Minister, thank you very much for your service to the province of I'm Newfoundland and glad Labrador. To be here. And I have to tell you, with you at the helm of this department, there's no doubt in my mind we're in the right. Uh, I'm just we're on the right course. I'm just hanging on here and hoping I don't fool up all the great work they do. We had you on before on Zoom. It didn't do justice to <laughs> be with you and shake your hand and get the energy. Wow, that well, province is in good hands. The feeling is mutual. I, this is nice. It's nice to talk about. There's a lot of good going on, and it's nice to talk about. Thank you for tuning in to the Building Newfoundland and Labrador podcast, presented by the Newfoundland and Labrador Construction Association, produced by Gale Force Winds.